0: Lunch with me at the Hoban, and we started off together in a hansom. Whatever have you been doing with yourself, Watson? he asked in undisguised wonder as we rattled through the crowded London streets. You are as thin as a lath and as brown as a nut. I gave him a short sketch of my adventures, and had hardly concluded it by the time that we reached our destination. Poor devil, he said commiseratingly after he had listened to my misfortunes. What are you up to now? Looking for lodgings, I answered. "'trying to solve the problem as to whether it is possible "'to get comfortable rooms at a reasonable price. "'That's a strange thing,' remarked my companion. "'You're the second man today who has used that expression to me.' "'And who was the first? I asked. "'A fellow who was working at the chemical laboratory up at the hospital. "'He was bemoaning himself this morning "'because he could not get someone to go halves with him "'in some nice rooms which he had found "'and which were too much for his purse. "'By Jove!' I cried. If he really wants someone to share the rooms and the expense, I'm the very man for him. I should prefer having a partner to being alone. Young Stamford looked rather strangely at me over his wine glass. You don't know Sherlock Holmes yet, he said. Perhaps you would not care for him as a constant companion. Why? What is there against him? Oh, I didn't say there was anything against him. He's a little queer in his ideas. An enthusiast in some branches of science... As far as I know, he's a decent fellow enough. A medical student, I suppose, said I. No. I have no idea what he intends to go in for. I believe he's well up in anatomy, and he is a first class chemist. But as far as I know, he's never taken out any systematic medical classes. His studies are very desultory and eccentric, but he has amassed a lot of out of the way knowledge which would astonish his professors. Well, did you never ask him what he was going in for, I asked? No. He's not a man that is easy to draw out, though he can be communicative enough when fancy seizes him. I should like to meet him, I said. If I am to lodge with anyone, I should prefer a man of studious and quiet habits. I am not strong enough yet to stand much noise or excitement. I had enough of both in Afghanistan to last me for the remainder of my natural existence. How could I meet this friend of yours? We are sure to be at the laboratory, returned my companion. "'He either avoids the place for weeks, or else he works there from morning till night. "'If you like, we'll drive around together after luncheon.' "'Certainly,' I answered, and the conversation drifted away into other channels. "'As we made our way to the hospital after leaving the Hoban, "'Stamford gave me a few more particulars about the gentleman "'whom I proposed to take as a fellow lodger. "'You mustn't blame me if you don't get on with him,' he said. "'I know nothing more of him than I've learned from meeting him occasionally in the laboratory.' You proposed this arrangement, so you must not hold me responsible. If we don't get on, it'll be easy to part company, I answered. Seems to me, Stamford, I added, looking hard at my companion, you have some reason for washing your hands of the matter. Is this fellow's temper so formidable, or what is it? Don't be mealy-mouthed about it. It's not easy to express the inexpressible, he answered with a laugh. Holmes is a little too scientific for my tastes it approaches to cold-bloodedness. I could imagine his giving a friend a little pinch of the latest vegetable alkaloid, not out of malevolence, you understand, but simply out of a spirit of inquiry, in order to have an accurate idea of the effects. To do him justice, I think he would take it himself with the same readiness. He appears to have a passion for definite and exact knowledge. Very right, too. Yes, but it may be pushed to excess.' When it comes to beating the subjects in the dissecting rooms with a stick, it is certainly taking rather a bizarre shape. Beating the subjects? Yes, to verify how far bruises may be produced after death. I saw him at it with my own eyes. And yet you say he is not a medical student? No. Heaven knows what the object of his studies are. Uh, But here we are, and you must form your own impressions about him. As he spoke, we turned down a narrow lane and passed through a small side door which opened into a wing of the great hospital. It was familiar ground to me, and I needed no guiding as we ascended the bleak stone staircase and made our way down the long corridor with its vista of whitewashed wall and dun-colored doors. Near the farther end a low arched passage branched away from it and led to the chemical laboratory. This was a lofty chamber, lined and littered with countless bottles. Broad, low tables were scattered about, which bristled with retorts, test tubes, and little Bunsen lamps with their blue, flickering flames. There was only one student in the room who was bending over a